Hey, boss. Welcome to the Productive Boss Podcast, where your host, Miss Unconventional, helps you conquer your chaos, guarantee your goals, and become a productive boss without sacrificing your self-care. Overwhelmed with your to-do list? Can't seem to follow one course until success? Kiera Osnowskis is here to help you reclaim your time, energy, attention, and sanity so you can get the right things done at the right time for the right reasons. The booked and busy culture is canceled, sis. We're profitable and productive over here. Get ready to boss up and design your best life. Hey, 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 I'm back with another episode. This is episode 29, five things your productive friends do differently. Do you have that one friend or colleague that seems to be running circles around everyone? Every time you turn around, they've hit yet another major milestone. They've written a book, discovered a cure for cancer, increased their revenue by 30%. I'm being dramatic, but you get the picture. This is about that friend who has their shit together. They properly plan. They have boundaries. They get the right shit done at the right time for the right reasons. Do you want to be able to say the same for yourself? Try adopting some of their habits. I'm not saying adopt their routines and schedules. We are all unique. So the way that we do what we do can and should be different, but you can adopt some of their daily principles and habits. Maybe you're thinking I'm going to tell you to wake up at 5 a.m., meditate, exercise, and eat a healthy breakfast upon waking, write out a to-do list, take breaks every hour, complete the hardest tasks first. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint, but this is not what I was going to say. I don't believe in blanket statement, one size fits all platitudes, okay? You all should know this. my brand is Miss Unconventional and I'm hellbent on helping you figure out what are the routines, the strategies, the ideas, the lifestyle design, the business design that are in alignment with your personality, your passions and purpose? What's going to set you apart? So I would never tell you that you need to be some carbon copy of somebody else, okay? It would go against the whole reason I established this business in the first place. So believe it or not, All of your productive friends are not necessarily doing the above things daily. The ones that I mentioned, like waking up at 5 a.m. and, you know, eating a healthy breakfast upon waking. But I'm willing to bet money that they are doing these following things. Number one, they're likely waking up at least an hour before someone else demands their time. Whether this places them in the 5 a.m. club is neither here nor there. The key here is that they are not rolling out of bed and directly into someone else's agenda, which is what a lot of us do, waking up 10, 20 minutes before we have to be out the door. That's not giving yourself enough time to fill up your cup and get your mindset ready for the day. They are giving themselves the time and space to fill up their cup in whichever way works for them before diving into other people's emergencies and demands. They're not afraid or apologetic about being selfish with the first hour of their day. Okay, so we can probably take a page from their book. Now, if giving yourself an hour before you have to give someone else your time puts you in the 5 a.m. club, then my darling, you're just going to be a part of the 5 a.m. club. (laughs) The second habit is that they choose to meditate, exercise, and eat at the most appropriate times for them. 
I know quite a few productive people, including myself, who skip breakfast altogether. Again, not recommending you do the same. I'm simply pointing out that most productive bosses eat when their body is ready to eat, exercise at the time of the day that works best for their rhythms, and reserves meditation for a time that's most beneficial for them. So I say all this to say, they're not putting those things at the top of their list in the morning just because they read some book that said that's when they should do it, right? They're monitoring their own rhythms and they're doing things the way that they want to do them and the the way that they need to do them to get the maximum result. Your productive friends understand the power of making sure their routines match their natural rhythms, period, point blank. That's the bottom line here. Habit number three, they schedule their to-do items directly inside their calendars. Many of your productive friends are not deciding the day of what their needle-moving tasks are going to be. They have likely set goals and targets for the month, maybe even for the year, and they've broken these goals down into actionable tasks and placed those tasks inside of their calendar. If they do review the day or the night before, it's likely to refresh their memory or move things around if any part of their schedule has shifted since the goals were set. In other words, they knew what needed to be done before the day it was due arrived. Okay, so they always pre-plan. It's like at the end of every month, I have a goal setting intensive with myself or strategy session with myself where I identify my top goals for that month. And then I break them down into actionable tasks and I make sure that those targets go on my calendar. Now, every night, do I look over what am I, what are my needle moving tasks going to be for the next day? Sure, I do. But I had already set in motion what my intention was from the very beginning of the month. So it's not like I'm scrambling to figure out what to do next. Okay, this is very important. The next thing that your productive friends do, they break when necessary, but they remain in a flow state when the situation warrants it. Maybe you've heard of the famous Pomodoro technique, which encourages people to work for 25 minutes and break for five minutes consecutively for four rounds and then take an extended 15 to 20 minute break and start again. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Okay, come closer. Come a little closer. Your productive friends do not do this shit. (laughs) They'd likely never get anything done if they did this. Instead, most of them would rather remain in a flow state for an hour, maybe to 90 minutes, and then take a break. I have yet to meet a high-performing productive boss who interrupts their flow state every 20 to 25 minutes. It's nonsense. And the reason why I say it's nonsense, because when you interrupt your flow state so frequently, it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to get back into it. And that's a waste of time. Do I think that you should be breaking? Absolutely. After a 55 to 60 minute session? Absolutely. Uh, Even up to 90 minutes? Yes. But to break every 20 minutes is a complete disruption of your flow state, especially if you are working on a needle moving task. And habit number five, they complete their most needle moving task first, which is not always the hardest task. Brian Tracy coined the phrase, eat that frog in his book of the same title. He was saying, when you wake up in the morning, you should complete your hardest, most difficult task first to get it out the way, right? 
Let me just say this. I love Brian, okay? He's my mentor. I've learned so much from him, but I respectfully disagree, and I think your productive friends will too. While it is important to complete your most important needle-moving tasks first, those tasks are not always the hardest or the most difficult. In fact, I've experienced the opposite to be true. It's the shallow task, the task outside of our zone of genius that proves to be the hardest. Our needle-moving tasks, the tasks within our zone of genius, are not only most important, but also easier than the shallow tasks. To respectfully disagree even further, the needle-moving zone of genius tasks shouldn't necessarily be completed first thing in the morning. Instead, those tasks, which require lots of brain power and focus, should be completed at the time of day when your energy is at its peak. If that's the first thing in the morning for you, great. But that's not always the case for your for every one of your productive friends. We're all different. I say all this to say, ignore all the cliche productivity advice you hear and start paying close attention to the actions and principles your productive friends live by. If you want to properly plan, establish boundaries, and get the right things done at the right time for the right reasons in the right way for you, I highly recommend enrolling in Conquer Your Chaos Crash Course, where I walk you through the seven steps to ruthlessly reclaiming your most precious commodities, your time, energy, and attention. You're one eight-week course away from becoming a productive boss, just like your productive friends. I don't want you to miss out. I hope this was helpful. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Productive Boss Podcast. If you made it this far, you're the real MVP. Serious about conquering your chaos and guaranteeing your goals? Head over to the ProductiveBossPodcast.com for more information. If you really love Miss Unconventional, don't forget to rate, review, and connect with her on Instagram at The Productive Boss.